Hello, I am the Cranter. I'm James. And we are the Game Design Critics. For this episode, we are going to be talking about a free mobile game called Evertile. Um, just for the record, this game is on Android and iOS. And it's free, so yay. Um, how far did you make it in the game? Not that far. I only put five hours in in the game. Though I, I mostly keep going down, up, up and down because of the players. Mm-hmm. But mostly down, not up. <laughs> what arena did you get to? Uh, the second one. Okay. Oh, so just for information, this game is a, um, it's similar in structure to like a Clash Royale type game where it's PvP, you play against another person, um, if you win, you get a treasure chest. Then you have to wait a certain amount of time for that chest to open or unlock. You can only hold four treasure chests. Um, the battles themselves, you can each have four cards on a 16-grid uh, play area. So it's four rows of four, I think. I might be wrong about that a little. Um, I think it's five rows of five, maybe. I um, But... You slide your cards. That's the big mechanic, is you slide the cards, but all the cards have different abilities, making each one completely unique. Some cards leave things on the ground. Some cards attack through enemies. Some cards push other cards. Like, there's a lot of different mechanics that we'll get into. But that's pretty much the gist of the game. You just battle other people, find the strategies you like, improve the cards you like, and move up that way. Um, for me, I got the same way. I got to Arena 2. I played this game a while back, before we did the podcast, and I made it to like Arena 4 or 5. And this time around, I felt like it was much harder. So my, my progress kept getting stunted, just because I would, I would get whooped. So I made it to Arena 2. I got a decent amount of cards, though, unlocked. I would buy the new card from the shop if I could. Um... But, without further ado, let's get into it. We have the good first. Um, I'll let you start us off. So, one thing I, I like about the game is that it's easy to learn and pick up once you actually download the game. Uh, you know, I, 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 I agree with that. Like, like... Like you slide the the slide the tiles right that that was pretty that was pretty easy to learn. It's like you slide this tile here and it hits an enemy and it damages them. Uh, uh then for the nitty gritty, it's like okay, this tile do, does this right. Like you said, some tiles uh have their own uh, unique mechanics. Some pushes them, some some stun them, freeze them in place, and stuff and whatnot, and buffs the other tiles that you have. Right, it's, yeah. it, it's pretty easy. Uh, like you, you can do some simple, uh, simple strategic plays right there without, without much of a hard time. Yeah, it's like anybody with fingers and eyes can play this game. Essentially, like it's that easy. You just have like the, and what's interesting about it is the depth to it. While that it is easy to play, um. It's not easy to master because of all the different synergies between the cards. 
which is one of the things I liked. Um, but my big first like was the card variety. There is a uh, giant variety of cards. I mean, just for instance, like you have your standard cards, you know, you'd see in any game that's similar to this, where like you have like your kind of tanky strong card who takes damage and uh, he does a little bit of damage. You have like an archer who she fires an arrow through multiple, she can penetrate so she goes through more than one card in a row if they're lined up. You have, um, you have, uh, what's his name? The warrior who like, when, when he bashes up against another card, he spins a sword around his own card and it's anybody that's touching him on any side. Which gives you like some splash attack. Like every single card's got a completely different mechanic. It's so well thought out and so well balanced that it makes it really fun. And when you get a new card, it's really exciting because like you know you're going to get something special. I mean, whether you like it and use it, that kind of wavers. But there's definitely uses for everything. Like I got one that I didn't know how to use really. Um, there was the, the girl who buffs your people. I think she was the druid? Not the, the druid. druid. Was, was it the, the druid? The oh, dryad? Dryad. Oh. Yes. What was interesting about her is that if she attacks one of your own guys, like if she attacks an ally, it'll double his damage until they take damage again. And I was like... I was so happy to do that, but I couldn't pull it off all the time. I did the first time I ever used it, I wiped the floor with somebody with it. Like they 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 just didn't attack that guy and I didn't lose it. And then the next time I used it, I got shut down. But there's just there's a, a overwhelming variety in this game. Um, what did you think? Uh the dryad for one was like the biggest obstacle for me because for some reason, they'd always have it down the field. My my dryad took a while for it to get to get in the field to actually be of use. They they just completely wiped me with it. Huh? Because like, there, there there wasn't much I could do. They literally one shot all my units, and they buffed the archer and and my two squishy tiles were like right next to each other. One one would be dead. The other one's like almost dead, and they just finished up with something else. You know. I want to play devil's advocate here, but I feel like you really have to avoid keeping your cards from being in that position where there's two in a row, which is sometimes it's unavoidable, but I've learned that the hard way too, because there's that chick who freezes people in a row. She'll freeze anybody in a row and they're frozen for the next turn. And there's been so many times where that just ruined me because my dudes got frozen. And oh, when she takes out multiple people from your team, that hurts. I mean, there's times we're all like close to winning, but we both just need one target. Yeah, it comes down to who goes first. Hmm. Yeah, it can. That's one of the things that's weird about it is that you're kind of defenseless when the other guy goes, and if you're down to one hit point, um, it's more luck. 
Like you gotta hope that maybe he doesn't. They don't understand how the game works, or you know, a lot of times if they're good at it, it won't get down to one hit versus one hit. <clears throat> at least with me, I would get whooped so bad sometimes. It was, oh man, it was either that getting absolutely whooped, and or or I do the whooping. Yeah. One way. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Um, okay, so what's your next uh good? My next like is uh the game the game doesn't take that much time to play. For like a single game, it usually takes like five minutes, I believe. Yeah, not even sometimes. So I was thinking five minutes or less, depending on how uh how fast you're getting beaten up or how fast you're beating them. <laughs> That's one of the advantages of these kinds of games is that they're built for really quick plays, like three to five minutes. I mean, sometimes it'll go longer. Five isn't a hard cap. But um, generally speaking, yeah, they're really quick. I mean, when you start out the game, you have like five hit points. So, or not even, I think you have four. Yeah, you have four when you start. So they go pretty quick. As you get farther, that increases. I remember last time I played having like seven hit points. But things get more dangerous by then. And that's how the hit points work, is that when you lose a card, you lose a hit point. But then your card gets replaced by another card. So on. Um, yeah, I like that too. The, the, short play, the short playthroughs gives you time to play multiple battles. Or if you just only have a tiny bit of time, you can fit it in. Um, for my like, I like, um, the synergies between the cards. That's also one of my likes in this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, synergy. this is, it's a double-sided coin. Because, I'm gonna use, do this for both good and bad, but for synergies, there's some really good combinations of cards. Uh, for example, there's like a, a lady, what's her name? Uh, spider. When she moves, she leaves spider webs behind her. So you send her across the whole board. She leaves a row of spider webs. When an enemy goes through the spider webs, they can't move for a turn. They can't do anything for the next turn, which is great. And then if you there's have another card. Huh? There's one with poison. I yes. Think. Yep. There's a skeleton who drops um, poison. There's uh, the guy, the guy who leaves traps. What's his name? Hunter, who leaves uh, traps down. But the hard part is like now that now they're either defenseless or taking damage or whatever. Now you want to attack them, you know, get the slam dunk. You got the alley oop, um, getting your other guy to set up to attack them. That's the tricky part. That's like where the synergies would be perfect. A lot of times, I would just get that first piece. Like, okay, they're cobwebbed. I might be able to attack them after, but I don't know. But um, the amount of synergies there are is, is pretty great. Like, there's a lot of different combinations. Like, I, I still, like, have a ton more to find. There's so many different and unique mechanics to combine that there would be a very, it would take a very long time to experience them all. What what other synergies did you find? Uh, I like the one with the dryad because he can do a lot of stuff with it. Like, it's just a buffing in general. Uh, different cards, really it changes the game. Yeah, because it really uh, gives you an advantage. Hit, 
like how much damage they do. That like even like like uh, if you buff the frost, the frost queen, the the one that stands. I I I, I forgot the name of that card, but she she freezes right. And then you buff mm-hmm. your uh your hard hitting champion like the warrior that hits everyone. Oh my god, he wipes out like almost every single tile right next to him. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he racks. I mean, you got to get him in a position where you can hit more than one, but dude, it's nice. It's tough, though, to pull that off. It's not easy. Kind of got to know what you're doing, in a sense. But you have to get lucky for the drive to, like, go down, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why what makes it feel so good when you do pull something off, because of how difficult it is to actually get everything working like that and not... Because you can have the best plan in the world, but if they t- kill your cards the next turn, then it's all for nothing. So you have to not only pull off this really amazing plan, but then survive until the round after. It's very easy to leave your cards in the wide open for them to just annihilate. Um. Okay. What? Uh, what else you got? That, that was it. The, the okay. strategies, the strategies that you could uh, make with it. Okay. I mean, there was some pretty good synergies, dude. There's that one card where it's actually three cards. The imp. Did you use that one? No, I don't think I played. Uh, I used it. No. It when it when the battle starts, it splits into three cards, and they, I think it cuts their hit points in thirds or something. Like they get a lot less hit points, but. It's like having three extra cards on the board, which is like I don't know, good or bad. I feel like when they when they get upgraded, they'd be really good, but a lot of times when people use them, I just take them out really fast. I guess that's the point. It distracts you from the more important cards. Um, my last like was the art. I mean, for a game that's about tiles, like shuffleboard tiles if you will they're like rounded square tiles um each each one definitely has kind of a realistic cartoony artistic style to them and they're they all have their own personality like the yeah, artist did directly it also had anime uh, like some small animations to it right oh yeah like the guy's sword that goes around him yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. There's definitely some stuff in there. It's interesting. I mean, a lot of care went into it. It definitely looks really good. There's a and there's a lot of cards too. Like we're only at Arena Two. I have just twelve right here, and then one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. I have twenty-one cards, and there looks like there's enough to be like forty or fifty cards, maybe. Four, eight, twelve, forty-eight. Okay, yeah, so forty-eight plus what I have. So yeah, about sixty cards. There's a big variety. Although Um, we're gonna get into something some more in a second here. Um yeah, the art looks really well done. Um bad. Um This game can be really frustrating at times. That that was my first dislike, is that I'll get on to play a call. I'll play like two three battles, and then I'll lose all three battles. You know, 
Um, part of that's my fault. Well, you know, I could argue that I'm not um, thinking clear enough for my strategies or I'm not, you know, defending enough or countering enough or whatever. You know, I'm not outthinking my opponent. But there could be another reason to that. Um, That's fake win. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of difficult at times. Um, it's, it's not like, like chess. If you're playing chess with someone, you understand how all the pieces move. So when you move a piece, you can kind of look and go, okay, well, if I move this guy here, I know who else on my opponent's side can reach me from here. You know you're safe. I feel like there's times where I do that in this game, but then still get surprised when they hit me at something that I didn't notice. I didn't put together, at least. I don't know, it could be the time limit, it could just be me being distracted and playing, but it's just, I get my butt whooped sometimes, and it can be frustrating. Like, getting to Arena 2 took me a lot longer than I feel it should have for a game yeah, like this. That's what I thought, too. It's like, it's like, because of me getting uh, consistent, consistently, like, like, I'm not winning consistently, I'm, I'm more, like, losing consistently. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just stronger than me for some reason. Their their tiles just stronger. They just hit harder that too. Like, yeah. Nothing I can do for that. It's like uh, getting the cross to be consistent. It's like it's like almost impossible because like I'm either like uh, negative, negative in the the crowns or a little a little positive, but it's not enough to like go go up to rank two like really fast. Now it's like I get shut down by these other players with like really strong tiles. Even though they're yeah. the same as mine, they're they're just stronger than mine, but like by a huge amount. Um, yeah, I agree. It was really difficult. I I definitely thought I'd be farther than this by now, but um, it got frustrating. I mean, that's what some of these games are, though. It there's a high skill cap, and that's what keeps people returning to play. So it's understandable. It's just it's tough when when you get on, you don't have a lot of time to play, and you just get your butt whooped kind of kills your motivation just a little bit but then when you do win it feels really good so it, it does even out a little bit um what do you got uh one is the the stronger cards i we i talked about it a little bit uh I yeah like the cards are are paid to win because some of the cards you can't really buy it like especially the good ones it requires gems and most of the times you can't get gems like really early in the game. It's it's more like you save the amount of gems just to get that card. But even then, it's like trying to get a level up on that card is like even harder. Do you have an example? Like let's say uh, the rare ones, the that named card. Hold on. Right now the epic one is a thousand in the store. The knight and the witch, for me at least. The witch is the one who freezes people. But like the yeah, like those those cards, it, it's it's so hard to load them up to the next level because of the amount, like that uh, we call the cost of it is just yeah. high, or like one of those really like legendary or legendary ones, like it, it's money. That's money right there. You yeah. want it, pay money, and like you do pay money. 
you do get the benefits for getting that card, right? Like almost immediately. It's like it's it's already strong to begin with. Like, you don't need to level up because it's already that, strong in its own. Before that's you true. Level up. It's yeah, like, it, it holds its own weight. It's you get your money's worth, but at the same time, it's like it, there's not much of a skill gap there. It's just you, that person just paid for that single power right there that can literally wipe the entire game right there. Your, can definitely, yeah, turn the tides of battle pretty quickly if you have one of the more interesting mechanic cards, and that's all part of it. I mean, a good. About it. It's just like it is what it's, you know. Oh, so, uh, well. Because you, you, you both have the same, same, uh, same tiles, but. That's not, and then you like look at it again. He, his is way stronger than your thing, and you, you start wondering, it's like, like, it's like my my like level five. So like, how 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 high is that level right there? It's the same card, but it's like higher than mine, and I I don't have any more gold to keep up with the upgrade. Yeah, uh, yeah. I um I felt the same way because I would I would. I got like the dwarf. Is it the dwarf or was it the other guy? What's that guy? The knight. The knight. Those are the two tanky guys you get at the beginning. And I remember playing against someone specifically who had like, like my knight is level six. Really? It only takes two cards to upgrade. Um, he's level six. And somebody had a knight who's like, was a few levels higher than mine. And their hit points was just disgusting amount. Like, it would take him, like, one, maybe two hits to kill my knight with his. But me, it would take three to four. I'm estimating two, by the way. These aren't exact numbers. But I just remember that, like, I didn't beat his knight in that battle. Like, I couldn't take it out because of how high level it was. I remember That's... someone's archer one-shot mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. The archer is fucking awesome. Her, her archer was like a higher level than mine, and my archer like my my archer was full HP, mind you that. It was just a low level. He, his archer went down and insta shot it immediately. No questions asked. It's like okay, cool. I guess he just does like the base damage to my full HP archer. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's balance issues. It's hard in a game like this because, like in Clash Royale, you have movement of all the cards. Like not like. Like, you have movement in this game, yes. But in Clash Royale, you have the cards do their own thing while they're playing. They don't just sit still until they're ready to go. So you have this other variable that happens that can interject in your strategies. In this, it's kind of like, it's limited in that sense to, like, they, they're waiting for you until they go, and that's it. And it, it is harder to create balances for those. Because there, there's going to be a little bit of unbalancedness to some extent. At least at times, especially in games like these. When you have this multitude of cards and variety. If you, if, if you want to know if it's well balanced, there, there has to be a, um, a counter to every card. Every card should be a counter to another card. doesn't matter... Well, like the strongest card in the game could have this ultimate superpower, but if there's not a card that can destroy it relatively easily, 
then that that would be unbalanced. There needs to be something to tip the scales back. The hard part I mean, is finding that. Some aspect, it, there is counters for each card, but at the same time, the amount of uh, HP they have just counteracts that counter, so it makes it almost you're, useless. Yeah, you're right about that. And if, and if you're in a battle with someone who's much higher than you, unless you know the game really well, you're probably not going to win. It's not like you can quit the battle either. And your your moves is limited by the space given to you. So, you know, so like if you move this way, move your your character is stuck there, and you can just hit it or whatever you can hit it with. Yeah, like you really have to learn how to work within the space you're given. In a sense, I mean, this is all like stuff. As you play the game and get better and understand it more, um, you can definitely grow and get better. It can just be real frustrating at times. Um, okay. So we have... Wow. Frustrating at times, OP people. This is my final uh, dislike. Is that... Now this, this, uh, this applies to all games of this nature. That has the four treasure trust mechanic. You're familiar with it. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. When you're when you're when you have been playing and your four treasure chests are full, it's really hard to justify playing anymore. There's just no reason to. Like, you don't get much gold for winning a battle by yourself. You get the gold comes from treasure chests. And if all four are full and you're waiting for one to open, now let me back up here. There is a treasure chest called Dead Man's Chest, where when you get 25 um, of 25 kills, I think it is, you get a really good treasure chest, but that's only available once every 24 hours. And a little bit farther into the game, you get quests, which offer you um, free chests every, I think, five hours, more or less. I'm not 100% on that number, but you get a free chest like twice a day, and then you got little missions you can do. That gives you little rewards. I mean, looking at it right now, this thing says chest explorer, open 10 chests. Your reward is 100 coins, which granted is not that much. It's like one one card for a, a rare. Uh, it's shop. like basically nothing. It's, yeah. it's just there. Yep. And a lot of them, they take it like, look at this one. Enter the battlefield with common titles 60 times. That's going to take me a long time. That's like 60 battles. Then have commons in the first. Like, what if I don't have commons? It doesn't count. So that's like, oh, man. I mean, so that you, takes a while. You could, you could do it, but you just probably end up losing all the matches. I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, you, yeah, you could be right. And you probably would lose more than you win. I mean, if, if you're good at the game, it won't matter. It won't affect you too much if you're really good at it. But... Uh, this game is not all skill. There's some form of luck involved. Weird. Luck. Whether, like, the opponent makes a mistake or doesn't see a move or something, there's some other factor at play where it's not 100% skill. It's, it's hard to explain. Funny. But there's no reason to play when your chests are full. You could try and pick up a couple extra coins. It's pretty much pennies at that point. 
Um, Especially if your card's uh, leveling uh, cost is like over a thousand. Yes. And then the other, the other reason you would do it is for experience so that you could move to the higher arena and get better chests and whatnot. But even that, like, it doesn't pay off because if you lose, you end up going backwards. So as soon as your chests are full, there's not a lot of reason to play anymore. And that just stinks. That's like playing a mobile game that's got energy, you know, where like, okay, you can play, but every time you play, you lose 20 energy and you only have 100. So you get five plays and then you just got to wait a bunch of hours before you can play again. It's like, hey, I got a person here who wants to play your game, but they can't because there's no incentive that hurts them and that makes them go play something else now i know there's an opposite side to this there because if, if you were to let them play as much as you want they'd potentially burn out on it and then they would go play something else anyways but there's got to be a better balance i mean there's got to be something like what if like i don't know you got more gold for wins or something. Just some incentive, you know, keep the people playing. I wish these games had more incentive than just the treasure chest and the minuscule amount of gold. Um, what do you, what do you got for dislike? Uh, same thing with yours, the chest. Like, it takes way too long to open. Like, like you said, it's like there's no point playing it once, you, once your chests are full. Yeah. Just like, there's nothing else you can do. And then there's also the fact that we're like the really rare chest, like like instead of a common chest, you get this one, the one really rare chest. And like, and the, before you even get that, like let's say you're in a battle, right? Boom. You, you already started opening a chest beforehand, right? Because well, why not? Because like mm -hmm. you might as well uh, start opening it. And then the moment after you're done with the battle, you get like this really good chest, right? It's like high grade. Better than a common, and then it's like, and then it's like you're you're stuck there waiting for this chest to open. It's like, well, I can't open this. I'm gonna have to wait for this for some time to have this chest be open, right? It's like okay, that is like there's not there's no point after that. It's like also if you're like waiting for like your gold, if that's the one thing that you're relying for gold, it's like it's even longer, it's even longer. Yeah, because like. Yeah. Because Colin Chest doesn't even give that much gold to begin with. Yep. And, and if it takes that long to like open up for a single chest to get that that amount of gold, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's worth it. I mean, straight out of the game, uh, a silver chest, which is the select smallest chest you can get, it gives you 15 to 21 gold. Not a lot. And three tiles it gives you. Which. In in Clash Royale, you collect a lot more cards. You know, it's like you're you're up to twenty or fifty to upgrade. And this it, it it keeps it relatively small. A lot of times, like a common at level three, you need ten cards to upgrade it. So three cards isn't isn't a, that small of an amount. But yeah, um, for those who are uninitiated in these kinds of games, a a silver chest takes three hours to open. Um, and then depending on what game you're playing, the next chest above that, which usually is a gold chest or whatever they want to call it, takes eight hours. So you have three hours, eight hours. Then if you get the rare one that Mr. James is talking about, uh, it's 12 hours. 
So yeah, if if you if you start opening your three hour chest and then you get a twelve hour chest, you can't open it right away unless you spend crystals. So you gotta wait until the three hour chest is open and then start the twelve hour wait. I mean I guess that's sort of incentive to put it down and come back later. But sometimes like when you really need the gold, it stinks having to wait. Yep. Um, okay. Is that all your bads? Yeah, yeah, so that's okay. that. Okay, you basically so that's said all... about things that I don't like to play games together with yours, too. Nice, okay. Um, so let's find ways to improve this game. So, my first improvement, and this one would probably throw the balance of the game out of whack a little bit, but I think, like, what if you improve the gold gain a little bit? I mean, it doesn't even have to be a ton. You could just make like a three to five coin increase on the treasure chest. Like instead of 15 to 21 for the silver chest, make it like 18 to 24 or, you know, like just some increase across the whole board so that you get more gold and more to spend it on. Because there is a lot of times where it feels like you're either saving up for a card that you can't afford or you're waiting for more cards because there's not there's no progression for you. Games like this, the one thing that keeps me going is progressing. Like if I'm like if I feel like the game is starting to get a little stale, you know, I'm getting frustrated, I keep losing. If I upgrade a card, that makes me want to play it again. I'm like, yes, this guy's stronger. I want to take him into battle and see how how he how, how much better he is. But if I don't get that and I keep losing, you know, you, you don't have that incentive to play again. So my, my idea about improving gold game is just trying to make it so that the player's always progressing at least a little bit. Um, what do you got? So for my uh, want to improve is that the rewards should be like gold instead of just uh, getting crowns, right? For the next arena. It should give gold whether you lose or win. Like the winner can get more gold and the loser can get like less gold, right? Simple enough, right? Yeah. And then the chest, the chest should just contain cards. It should just contain cards. It, it doesn't matter if it's common chest or not, man. It's like contain cards and you can just have it open there. But next time you log in, boom, your cards, uh, your chest open and you can get like common cards or, or whatnot. Okay. It's like because at that point you're still uh, doing progress, even though if you're not just getting cards, but you still get money for upgrades. So by the time the chest open, you have enough coins to use it to upgrade your cards. <laughs> yeah, just, like at least you're progressing like steadily, even though you already lost a win, you still have gold while you're waiting for your chest to open up for cards. I, I feel like I feel like that should be uh, a great improvement. Really. Yeah, I like that. I mean, those kind of changes could make people want to play it more. I would, I would think at least. You know, there could be other reasons why not, but um, this one's kind of a weird one. But right now, there's um, what do they call them? Your uh, you see, it doesn't have a name. You have like a leader, a hero, commander of your army. That guy. Um, as you play. Anytime that one of your tiles attacks another tile of, you know, of your opponent, 
you earn this elixir, I think it's called. Um, and when that fills up, you get a special ability. Right now there's poison spikes and there's fireballs. And if you get to 20 elixir, or no, sorry, 30, then uh, you can rain fireballs down from the sky. It attacks every enemy card on the board all at once. It's awesome. Each card gives you a different amount of elixir. There's even some cards like the genie who are built to give you elixir. He doesn't do a ton of damage, but he gives you more elixir than any other card. Mana, that's what it's called. Sorry, it's called mana. Um, and what I'm saying is that what if there was a different hero, you know? What if you had alternate heroes who had alternate abilities? Then you could really start playing around with different strategies. Granted, the, the challenge is that, like, we're talking a 5 by 5 tile board that your cards can maneuver on. There's only so much you can do and keep it in the realm of fairness. But I don't think it would be impossible to add new abilities for another hero and have it give it some sort of differences. Give the player more to collect um, and things of that nature. Um, do you have any more improves? That, that was the only thing that came to my mind. Okay. I got another one. that This one's kind of weird, and I don't... I haven't thought this one completely through, but I, what if there was different layouts? Like, there's only one arena type. It's a square shape, five rows of five. What if, you know, there was a rectangle? You know, what if there was five rows of ten... I guess that'd be too big, but like, or what about obstacles on like on like the map? Yeah, there yeah. could be like a lake in the middle, or something. Yeah, like a donut shape, or or like a pillar in the middle. You know, like you yeah, have it be. To, you use it to hide some of your tiles. Make it yeah, attack. I mean, the hard part oh. is like if you get too big, then it's gonna be like really tough to hit each other. You have to be able to balance it that way. So the increases, they can't be a lot. Like, it can't be 5 by 10 because you have all this horizontal space where, like, nothing will happen during the game. You'll spend more time trying to catch each other than you will attacking each other. So it has to be, like, very tiny changes to the size of it. But you're right. Having pillars to hide behind, having obstacles to go around, that could really benefit the play and give you different strategies to use i like that okay well that's everything for evertile uh i guess the big question is would you recommend this game to some people i would recommend it to some people but like not everyone because clearly this game is uh what is it? i mean it's it's quick and easy to play right uh, the same fact that you lose your pro, uh, it's not enough to keep my the game span in there. Yeah, I feel the same way. I wouldn't recommend it to everyone, but I would recommend it to a select few who I know like games with this heavy kind of strategy. Um. Okay. So, um, for those of you who want to play along with us, our next game that we are going to play is a game called Battle Heart. This game is like old, 
it's at least 10 years old came out on a mobile store a long time ago but i just recently found it and fell in love with it and i'm thinking it would be really fun to play for the podcast so battle heart uh it's the first game there's a couple different ones we, we're just looking at the original one the very first version battle heart not battle heart 2 or legacy just battle heart it's on the android store and the ios shop um and we're going to be doing that on the next episode so thank you guys so much for listening i am the cranger james we are the game design critics and we will see you next time